this week on the Time Bat Show. And the, I think the, the mystique behind Cotton Night Joe is, one hand, it's just so catchy, right? It's such a catchy song. But also, who is Cotton Eye Joe? Like... Welcome to episode 169 of the Time Bat Show. I'm one of your hosts, Time Asis. I'm your other host, Bat Snacks. And we've got a great show today, don't we? We do. It's we took another week break. Week break Feels because nice and refreshed. That's what we're doing in the coronavirus. We're taking week breaks. I'm not really sure why we're doing that, but it just feels feels fresher when we do the episode. Yeah, it's something to look forward to. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I get to do this. It feels less of a routine, you know, mm-hmm. and more of like a cool new thing that we get to do every other week. <laughs> yeah, every week during the coronavirus, like if if we talk about coronavirus every week, it just kind of gets bogged down. So yeah, splitting it up, boring. Yeah, I think is better. Yeah, and then we don't have to talk about it all the time. Uh, so how are you doing? What's going on with you? I'm good. Yeah, a lot of things are back to normal. Are they? With yeah around here that's good (laughs) it's uh, it's something (laughs) it's something are you back to normal like are you doing things again like going out to places and stuff no the public library still isn't open Mm -hmm. which good for them um yeah and so the gym i usually go to is open but i'm not yeah you're not gonna risk it i don't blame you i'm not gonna participate in whatever is going on there my work recently emailed us and they're like yeah just expect to work from home for the rest of the year what yeah so that's the thing as as in like the school year or like, <laughs> no, like the January. whole year isn't that crazy that is so I might be doing this for quite a while yeah that sounds um, that's more than six months away it is so I'm. I've decided that I'm gonna have to get out there, you know, for my sanity. But I'm trying to figure out ways to do that in a safe way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Your options are kind of limited. They are. But I don't know. Like, if I can't go back to work in six months, I'm gonna have to do something. I need to do something. You know? Yeah. You and can't just work at home for like no. a year. That's I can't work at good. home for six months and not leave my house. Like, that's not gonna happen. Yeah. I, I mean, you probably could, but I, I would be you'd be different after and really fat, and that's not something I can do. Yeah. So I'm like trying to figure like safe things to do. Like I was talking to some work friends today, and we were like thinking like, oh, you could go camping and like spread out the tents really far, right? And like you're outdoors, so it's not as bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have a small group, and I'm like, yeah, okay, that could work. You know, like, plan these, like, safe things. But the problem with all these things are everyone's probably also thinking about this. So, like, you're like, oh, this is a great idea. We'll do this. It'll be, like, five people. We'll spread out. It'll be fine. And then everyone and their mom is thinking the same exact thing. And you get there, and there's, like, a billion people, and you've completely screwed the pooch, you know? Yeah, for Memorial Day weekend, uh, me and my cousin and my sister were planning a camping trip 
to yeah. uh, uh, Sebastian mm-hmm. Inlet. It's mm-hmm. like south south of here. Yeah, I know it. And we went to reserve the campsite, and it was full for the yeah. forever. Like, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is doing this. Because they're all like, yeah. you know, this is the only thing we can do. So. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of what of ways, and like you said, like I think everyone's thinking of it too. So like, yeah, anything you choose is going to be completely booked, and it's just like, what do you do at that point? So yeah, maybe I mean, I'll like buy some nice back door out so backyard stuff, and mm-hmm. have people over in the backyard, really spread out. There you go. Yeah. That's my thought. <laughs> you could each stand on one side of the yard and yes. <laughs> <laughs> and shout at each other. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I just need to do something. Like I need something. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not at the. I'm not going out to restaurants yet. I'm probably not going to do that for a little while. But I don't know. You yeah, have you been to restaurants at all, or like have you been out in public? No, I haven't sitting down at a restaurant. I I'll order takeout. Still. Yeah, sure. I'll do that too. Like, the only things I'm doing, like, out in the world right now are going to the grocery store and, like you said, take out food. That's pretty much it. Um, Occasionally I'll, like, go somewhere for something I need, like the post office or something. But, you know. Yeah. Mostly it's just the essential. It's mostly just food. That's the only reason I leave the house, for food. You know? So I, I'm really anxious to start getting back to doing things, but I've kind of decided that the people opening things don't have the best interests of everyone in mind. Mm-hmm, so I'm yeah. kind of going to have to figure out for my own, like when yeah, when the is best your is going to be when is your time? And it's kind of a weird thing because like, yeah. like everyone, why am I deciding that? Yeah, I don't everyone know. has like, different. <laughs> everyone has a different opinion on what time they think is safe or whatever, and. Yeah. I don't know, it's just kind of weird, like, businesses obviously are going to open whenever the hell they can because they need to make money or whatever, they want to make money, but for everyone else, it's, like, different, you got to, like, weigh the the risks, I guess, but I don't know, I don't know when I'm ready for that, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about, oh, go ahead, what were we going to say? I was going to say, like, am I being a huge asshole for going to the YMCA tonight? No. That would probably be bad. Yeah, but probably you're not, shouldn't do. You're that. not being a huge asshole, though. Mm. <laughs> I see what you mean. You got to weigh your your personal uh, health and well being with everyone else's. Like you can't just think of everyone else. You have to think of yourself too. This I is think, also the first week they're opening, so maybe that's true. Maybe, maybe wait I'll a give week. them a couple weeks. Maybe wait a week or two. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's important, and I don't think we're talking about this as much as like. You have to weigh your own personal well-being with the rest of society. And, like, yes, you need to think about society and do what's best for society as a whole. But at the same time, like, you need to not go insane and also, you know, not be unhealthy and stuff. And if you can do that in a safe way, in a responsible way, then, you know, you shouldn't feel bad about doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. In my opinion. Um, Yeah. Because... No one can last so long, especially the gym. And I think the gym is a lot of is something that a lot of people are missing because it's a lot of people's way to get stress out and be healthy. And without yeah. that, they're going kind of crazy and also not being healthy. And it's like 
it's kind of a vicious cycle, right? And yeah, it's bad for you in the long run to not do that. Um, so I don't know. I think you should definitely go to the gym at some point. Maybe not this week, but you know, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, I am. I just don't know when because it's complicated. Like it's complicated. You also don't want to be the guy that goes to the gym before everyone else goes to the gym. Yeah, I don't want that. You don't yeah. want to be that guy. And we're playing this this weird. I also had this conversation today. We're playing like this weird game of chicken right now, where everyone wants to be like the safest, right? It's like I'm. Not, I don't want to do this before this anybody else. I don't want to be the first one to go back to the gym or to go back to the Target or to go back to the whatever, right? Because you don't want to be that person. But at the same time, everyone is thinking the same thing, right? They're all thinking, I really want to go to Target right now, but I don't want to be the first person to do so. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, So we're all playing this weird game of chicken. And it's interesting because we're not really using the data or science or logic to inform our decision of going out. We're using the public's, uh, like reaction to us going out like we're not doing it because of fear of being shamed that's why that's the majority reason right now it seems to me a lot of people aren't doing it because of that and then the people that are doing things like the people that are in florida texas wherever going to all the beaches and going like crazy they obviously have no sense of shame and they don't care what other people think about them you know what i mean (laughs) uh and i think that's what's happening it's the people that have feel shame that are playing this like game of chicken i'm like i don't want to be the first person because that's embarrassing you know that's shameful and then the people that are like, I have no shame. I don't care. I'm going to go to the beach with a billion people and get everyone sick. You know what I mean? They don't care. Um, but it's weird. It's an interesting... Uh, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. There's other stuff that's like that. I just can't think of an example off the top of my head. Like where mm-hmm. you, you want to do it, you just don't want to do it. You don't want to be the first, first person. Yeah. And a lot of... So a lot of tech companies are doing the exact same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is really funny because I was reading about how San Francisco like Silicon Valley and a lot of other companies in Austin and all over the place are they're working from home as long as they can. And it seems like there's this, this game of chicken there where they, the first one to open up, nobody wants to be the first one to open back up because they will be publicly raked across the coals. Right. Yeah. So everyone is not opening up like no, like no one is opening up because no one wants to be the first one. And it's weird because it almost doesn't matter. Like, we could have a cure tomorrow. It, it's not going to happen. But, like, hypothetically, we could have a cure tomorrow, and the CDC could come out and be like, everything's safe now. We're all fine. Don't worry. Coronavirus is fine. And all these companies would still not do it because they don't want to be the first person to open up. They were going to wait for someone else to open up. So we're playing this game where the first company that's going to open up is going to be completely annihilated by public opinion. But then every other company is free to do whatever the hell they want because that has ship has sailed. But getting to that point, it's going to take a while because the only thing that's going to make them do it is if they're like, I literally cannot operate my business unless I reopen and, you know, public opinion be damned or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it hasn't happened yet. Reopening is hard. It it's also nice if, to wait because if you let someone else go first, you get to see what mistakes they make when exactly. they reopen. And everyone's waiting on that. Everyone's and you waiting. cannot make the same. Mistakes. Everyone's waiting on the first person to reopen. And guess what? It's going to take a while because everyone's waiting on everyone else. And it's kind of this weird. 
I don't know. It's a weird exercise of public opinion of of doing things as opposed to like reacting to safety. Yeah. You know, it's I don't know. It's dumb in my opinion, but that's just how this. That's just how this works. You know, yeah. that's how it works. That's just how being people works. You know, like, yeah. do you remember in the Matrix when they fly the planes over the sky and everything's all blacked out? And then there's, you know, not aliens, but robots everywhere and mm-hmm. it's really dangerous to go outside. Yeah. Well, imagine like once all the robots are defeated and the sky clears up, you don't want to be the first person that goes outside. No, you don't. Right? You would not you want, want Billy next door to go outside and <laughs> see how first. it is. Yeah. And, you know, people can get mad at Billy and be like, what are you doing, Billy? You're putting us all in danger by opening up the hatch, and there could be bad stuff out there. But then when it's revealed that it's fine, everyone's like, okay, good. But they don't, yeah. they're not happy about Billy. They're not like, good job. No, they they're, hate him. They're just like, you You. You were still being stupid, Billy. That was irresponsible yeah. of you, Billy. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yes, you were right, but you weren't right. Right. You weren't right. But if Billy didn't do that, they would be stuck in there forever. Yeah. Or like, like Fallout. The game's Fallout. Like, who opens that hatch first? Like, you don't know what's out there. That's actually a really good analogy for this whole situation. Like, it's <laughs> like everyone is under, is in like a nuclear bunker. And we have yeah. no idea the state of the world outside. But no one wants to open it because they don't want to be the guy to open the hatch and put everyone at risk. But at the same time, someone's got to open it eventually or we'll all be stuck. Yeah. So. Like, you can't stay in there forever. It's, oh. uh... You'll you'll run out of supplies. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll go crazy. Bad stuff will happen. But yeah, I just think there's a lot of fear of being judged. Like we're, <coughs> I feel like I'm more frightened by being. A lot of people I think are more frightened about being judged than the actual coronavirus. If that yeah. makes sense, you know? it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Especially young people that aren't really at risk to get it you know what i mean they're like well, i don't really care about like i don't, I don't think i'm gonna get I'm, if i get it i'm not gonna be that bad but they're more mm-hmm. afraid of being judged for their actions uh yeah. which is interesting where we're using fear to uh control the population which is effective uh it's just i don't know this is really boiling down the human condition into like uh <laughs> yeah. like clear uh traits i guess you could say you know i think what we can say I think we could be utilizing shame a lot more effectively than we are. Mm. Like, if you look at somewhere like uh, like S- South Korea, for example, like, it's shameful to go out without a mask. Like, like we could have a billboard. That's embarrassing. Of, like, that, like, is displays people that go out without masks. Yeah, like, know? we it's could like, we could amp up the shame a like, lot. Look at Billy. He doesn't have a mask. Yeah. What an asshole. Like, everyone at the beach right now, not they're not necessarily immune to shame. They probably just have less. Yeah, but they, a lot of those their people, threshold is a lot. A lot of those people have a little bit there that yeah. you could use. You could take advantage of. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's that's, buried, but it's it's Maybe there. that's the you route we need to go it. down, you know, yeah. the shame Maybe. route. I just don't like something about that route seems so bad to me. But yeah, it's dishonest. It's effective. It's very but effective. It works really good. It's dishonest though. Something something about it rubs me the wrong way because we're not like thinking about like, okay, is this logically sound? We're thinking of it like as am I gonna be publicly shaved? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a weird way to just make decisions. You know. If you were in the fallout shelter and I would open it. I'd be Billy. You, Is that what you're asking Billy. me? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask. Billy. I don't think I could. I could be Billy. I don't care. 
like I definitely care about people's opinions of me, but I'm a very stubborn person. Yeah. And I know this doesn't sound really stubborn and high horsey, but whatever. I know when I'm right. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so like if I was convinced as Billy that it was fine, I was perfectly safe to go outside. And other people may be convinced too, but they're like, I'm not going to open it because I don't want to be the person. You know what I mean? I, I would open it because if I was so convinced that it was safe, uh, then I would, I would do it. You know, shame be damned. Because at the end of the day, like, personally, knowing that I am in the right overrides any judgment I would get. Because I would know that, like, well, these people are judging me, but they're wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think that would be fine. Right now, we're not currently in that situation, right? So, like, that's not like a. It's not quite a one-to-one comparison. Yeah, no, they're not. They're not that similar. No. Well, they 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 might be eventually, right? Like in a year from yeah. now, when the dust settles and some scientists are like, "Oh, I think we're all good," you know, da 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 da, and everyone's hesitant to be like, "Oh, should we? Should we open stuff? I don't know. Should we go outside?" And. Like, if I'm pretty sure that that's good, then I would be Billy. But right now, we're not. We're not there. But in the Fallout universe, yeah, I would would definitely do it if it was, if I was, if I was sure, if I was right about it, then yeah. You know those stories about Billy? They usually start because Billy's wife needs the special milk thistle extract from the the tree that's beyond the wall. Yeah, no, you're right. And that's why he has to do it. Not because he thinks he's right, but because, Mm -hmm. you know, his love of his wife overrides his, you know, rationality or whatever. But then, you know, he'll, like, look up stuff. This is usually the story, right? He, like, oh, my wife really needs a milk thistle. And people are like, don't go out there. It's unsafe. And then Billy starts doing research. And he's like, you know what? I think it's... I think it is safe. I think it's fine. Like, I've looked over all these things, and I think we're good. I'm going out there. Like, he does enough... You know, he looks it up enough to realize that it's safe. But, um, yeah. I don't know. We're definitely not there yet here in this analogy. But uh, that's that's the thing I think that's interesting about the public shame and public judging uh, and like uh, comment we're talking about. Because mm-hmm. I think we could get there with this coronavirus pandemic. Like, we could get into that situation, uh, as weird as it sounds. I think we could, yeah. Uh, like, I think we absolutely could. And I think we could get into a situation, like, a year from now where everyone is kind of on edge of, like, should we, like, start opening stuff back up? Should we, like, uh, start, like, doing things outside again? Like, I don't know. And, like, all the evidence may point to, like, yes, it's safe, it's fine, we're good. But because we're all in this, like, ooh, I don't know, like, I'm not 100% sure, and no one wants to be the Billy, then I think we could get into this, like kind of vicious cycle of like not doing not making a decision because no one wants to be the wrong you know no one wants to make the wrong decision yeah right? do you know what i think what's more likely to happen what i think something worse than coronavirus will probably happen eventually and then we'll all just forget about it because there will be something <laughs> yeah. new oh, to be scared about yeah. i think yes i think so too um Thing like, about I'm already like, kind of distracted to the point where I don't think about coronavirus that much anymore. I don't think about it hardly. I mean, I think about it every day, but not like the virus. I think about like, you know, how am I going to do this in the time of coronavirus? Like I think about the circumstances, right? Not yeah. the virus. Like I think about how am I going to get my car 
Like, I got to get, a like, a yearly inspection on my car every year to, like, drive it. And I'm thinking, like, how am I going to do that safely now? Like, I have no idea how I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of stuff I'm thinking about. Like, how am I going to go to the bank to deposit this check? Like, how am I going to do all these things in the circumstances? Not yeah. about, like, oh, I'm going to die to the virus. Like, no, that's nothing. Like, don't really have anything to do with my... It's more about, like, the circumstances surrounding it that I'm thinking about now. So... I don't know. It's weird. It's a. It's an interesting topic. People like to act that this is a very black and white um, problem, and it's not. It's a very nuanced. Um, and I don't know. I'm glad that we can talk about it in a nuanced way. Yeah. Without being judged. You know. Do you want to do a trivia question? Let's do it. We haven't had one in a f- few weeks. It's been a while. Okay, you're going to need lifelines for this one. Okay. So, I'll let you choose. I'll do uh, 50-50. Okay. Your first trivia question out of two today is... Today is the anniversary of what movie? Okay. Is it A, The Flintstones? Is it B, The Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas? (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. Is it C, Super Mario Brothers? Okay. Or is it D, Scooby-Doo, the movie? This could all be true. Yeah. I mean, there's okay. no way you could know this, but... Okay, so Scooby-Doo, the movie. The Flintstones. The Flintstones, Viva Rock Vegas, or Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. All right. So, it is May 28th, which is like perfect summer movie release date right it's like right before summer starts release a movie today boom bam boom so i think whatever i pick needs to be like a summer blockbuster kind of sounding movie um but i'm gonna do 50 50 before i before i taint your you know what you think i have so okay it is either a the flintstones or C, Super Mario Brothers. Okay. So I'm leaning to Super Mario Brothers, and the reason is because I feel like that's more of a summer blockbuster movie than the Flintstones. I feel like Flintstones is more of a, like, Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> if okay. that makes any sense at all. <laughs> you know? I'm like not going to help you, but I think that makes sense. You take the kids to see Super Mario Brothers right when they get out of school. You take... The whole family, you know, aunt, <laughs> uncle, you know, grandma, grandpa, to, to see the Flintstones on Thanksgiving, right? It's more of a family affair, the Flintstones, because it's cross-generational. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's and everyone true. is off Thanksgiving, and the whole family is already there. You know what I mean? Everyone's already, you know, off work. Your grandma's in town, grandpa's in town, your aunt, uncle, cousins. You know, you got like four generations there, and you all are going to go see the Flintstones because you all seen the show, the Flintstones. So Thanksgiving Day, you know, nineteen ninety six or whatever, just it's a perfect Flintstones release date. Whereas Mario, kids are off school; they're already excited to get home and play Mario. You know what I mean? They're excited to get home and play Mario sixty four or Super Mario Bros three or whatever release it was and mom and dad's like hey after you're done playing mario why don't we go see the super mario brothers movie and the kids are like woo and boom summer movie right there 
So you got like all A's on your report card. Yeah, we're gonna we're, go take you to see yeah. Bob Hoskins all A's, and John Leguizamo. You're gonna see the Super Mario movie, and I'm gonna buy you Super Mario Brothers three. You know, for for uh, summer, and kids are like, woo, yeah. Uh, so that's why I think Super Mario sounds more of a summer movie. So that's why I'm going Super Mario Brothers movie. Final answer. It, you're correct. Yes. Now, now do you want to know something cool? Okay. Yeah, that's cool. While you're giving your explanation, I I thought it was so believable. I looked up the release date for uh, the Flintstones movie. Yeah. It's May 23rd. Damn it! So they're both summer movies. They they both were released, I guess, this week, and they were a year apart. So oh, yeah. Wild. So they were wow. So this could have been. It could have just as easily been the Flintstones if this was a last week trivia question, basically. Yeah. Wow. You know, I still like my explanation for the Flintstones better. Like, I think if I was a movie executive, I would throw Flintstones over to the Thanksgiving slot, personally. You know what probably happened? They probably tried for that, but the Flint it was, like, so bad that they couldn't compete with the other Thanksgiving movies. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Because... I don't know. Stuff that's like cross generational, like works as like Thanksgiving Christmas movies better. Whereas stuff that's more like kids focused works as the summer better, in my opinion. Yeah. You're right. Me, like Sonic the Hedgehog and yeah. all that various stuff. Anyway, that was a good trivia question. I almost got it wrong. I mean, it was pure luck that it wasn't the Flintstones. But what are you going to do? Your um, explanation was good, though. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, what else is going on in your life? I've, uh, with my new PS4, I've been playing Death Stranding for the past couple weeks. So you gotta give me, like, a mini review, because you're not done yet, but you're close. You're getting close. Yeah. How, do you still like it as much as you liked it when you first started playing it? Or has your opinion changed? Or, like, what, what what are we talking about here? It's gone from, like, a 10 to a 9. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Out of curiosity. Uh, the story didn't get, like, it started really high, and it uh-huh. just, it's, like, plateaued, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Nothing, like, outdid the very beginning of the game for me. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, That's I'm fair. still loving it. I, I yeah. love this game, but. Yeah. But it, de- it definitely plateaus. Yeah, it Yeah, I kind of me. agree. You're kind of at that part where it plateaus. Um. But yeah, I don't know. If the end is super wild, it might go back up up to a ten. But the end is super wild. I don't know if it went back up to a ten for me. I think the same thing happened to me. Like I was like, this is really cool, kind of plateaued. Not like saying it's bad or anything. And yeah. then I think it ended with like being like a nine to me. Like I really liked it, but um, I don't know. The story is really cool. It just takes it takes a while to like get going and then it kind of doesn't go anywhere for a while and then it goes somewhere again but it's kind of at that point it's like well okay you know that's really cool but you know it doesn't make up for the part where it didn't do anything if that makes yeah. sense but it's still really good so I would recommend finishing it because the ending is really wild uh, and fun so yeah, at the beginning of the game they give you a lot of clues for what's uh-huh. happening and I think yeah. if you pay really close attention or if you're like really into the action you get a really good feel for what the story is without having to be told. Yeah. And then the middle of the game you get it explained to you. Yeah, like, they do overexplain it a little bit. They overexplain it a little bit. Mhm. And 
Dude, I, I love th- the story. It's so cool. I like the story a lot, too. I think one thing... And you're, you're far enough that this isn't a spoiler, really, because it's so vague. I think one thing I think the game could have done a better job of is not explain things as much and kind of just have that mysterious like air to a lot of the things that happen yeah and then like you could piece together as a player like what does this mean what does this mean uh and like instead of explaining stuff it's like kind of explains it but like doesn't really you know what i mean it definitely has a lot of that still like there's a lot of unexplained things in death stranding but I think it like I think I would have enjoyed it if it even if explained even less, and then it's kind of like this weird like everything is uncertain and strange and you know stuff like that. So yeah, like I I enjoyed learning for sure that these uh, you know the beach and the strand mm-hmm. world are are dead things that that's like the sure. the underworld. I enjoyed yeah. learning that that that's mm-hmm. like a scientific fact in that mm-hmm. universe. Mm-hmm. But I didn't need to know about, like, the fossil record and yeah. a couple you, 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 details like that. Yeah, you didn't need all the details. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think that's part of, like... It's weird because I think that's, like, almost a cultural thing we do with stories these days. Um, and I almost don't blame Death Stranding for it. I mean, I do blame it because it did it, right? But, like, everything that's mysterious is explained like plot wise these days i feel like i always watch something or play something or read something and it's like something really picks my interest and i'm like ooh, this is weird and part of me is like i hope they never reveal what's going on like i hope there's only little morsels of me of, for me to like grasp hold of yeah and then eventually by the end it's just like all laid out and it's like Oh, like, I've lost the wonder of it. You know, it's like, oh, whatever. But the beginning of Death Stranding is, like, so much that, right? It's, like, so much, like, what is this? What is this? This is weird. This is cool, you know? And you're yeah. just, like, it's so cool. And then it does lose a little bit of that as they explain it. It's There's still a lot of unexplained stuff that's cool, but it definitely loses some. But I feel like everything does that. Like, everything that's, like, mysterious or whatever these days does that. And it's kind of disappointing, because I'm the kind of person that loves that, you know, juicy mystery stuff. Yeah, I love mysterious stuff. It, the first, like, 20 hours of Death Stranding are, like, one surprise after another. Just, like, yeah. totally unexpected things happening. And you just have to kind of make a theory and figure it out. Yeah, and it's cool. Yeah, Keep playing. I mean, there's still some, some stuff that's going to be revealed. That's so going to be like, what the hell? So, um, there's that. We can talk about it at length yeah. when you're done. I haven't played it in, like almost a week now actually like i i binged the first week i had it and then i took a break because i got to mm-hmm. this boss and i got stuck and you you told me how to beat it and i'm gonna do it soon but like losing in that game feels really bad because anytime you're doing poorly you have to hear a baby cry yeah and you you feel bad yeah, and you feel bad, and it's like, so you're struggling with the game, getting frustrated, and there's a baby crying, and it's like, this is urgent, there's something, so, like, in I think makes the me... baby system in Death Stranding is my favorite part of the whole game. Yeah. Because it's so annoying, right? But, like, you really love that stupid baby, you know what I mean? And, yeah. like, he cries in the worst times. And it's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, like you're getting attacked There's by ghosts. the lights. Like, it's like, like they're everywhere. I'm getting surrounded. And then all of a sudden he's like, where am I? And, like, <laughs> and then, like, I remember there's this one part 
I think it's probably very close to where you are. You have to go through this big area where there's just BT after BT. I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, but anyway, it's like it's there everywhere, and there's no way around it. And eventually, I kept dying. Like I kept getting dragged down. Mm-hmm. So I like was just like, all right, I'm gonna sprint. So like I sprint, and they're like they're chasing me, and I get grabbed. But like you know, you can you can like wrangle out of it, and then like keep moving. Yeah. So I like kept going, and I'm like sprinting, and they're chasing me. But like I'm like jumping over rocks and boulders like really poorly and stuff. And the baby starts crying because I'm like shaking it so much, you know. <laughs> and he's like. Rah, rah, and like so all these these ones that are floating in the air that I was avoiding pretty well yeah. suddenly are all just like converging on my location and so like I take the baby out and I like shake the controller really fast <laughs> that doesn't work I tried that and it starts that. crying louder and louder and louder and then they just get on me and drag me down and I die while you're but shaking your baby like, it was just it was just a really fun experience because like I was thinking of it like in the moment I was like alright I'm going to get attacked by oil ghosts while delivering packages and I'm currently shaking a baby <laughs> these are things I never thought I would be doing in a video game yeah. but I'm enjoying myself you know what I mean it just puts me in so many weird circumstances so, really like that part about the game yeah, I mean, some of the ways you can fail in that game are so hilarious that yeah, they're really good. Like, there is nothing better than just like taking a little bit of a wrong step and then just falling off a cliff, and <laughs> all your stuff goes everywhere. You get pulled into a hole, and <laughs> you just die. <laughs> it's great, and like, I like the bat, like how you can get like uh, imbalanced when you're running too fast, and you're like, yeah. oh, now you have to play this weird mini game where you're like balancing them or whatever. And I put so much stuff on my back. Yeah, me too. Um, do you use the uh, the skeleton suit things? Oh, I've never, t- I haven't taken it off since I got it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, like I use it always to let you carry more packages. So there's another one that lets you run faster. Yes. Um, so do you use the power one or the run faster one? I use the all-terrain one currently, the one that lets you run in snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's a, that was a good one. Yeah, um, otherwise I prefer the the, the, um, the, power. the power one because you can carry more. Yeah, so I use the power one almost the entire time until I got to the snow part. Then I used the all-terrain. And then I got really frustrated at one of the BT sections, and I started using the speed one. And mm-hmm. I used the speed one the entire rest of the game because the speed one... When you're running, and you don't, the, the game doesn't explain this to you, and it's just one of the fun things you discover on your own. When you're running with the speed one and you jump, you do this like giant leap that you can like cross chasms with. Nice. It's I gotta really try fun. that. Yeah, it's really fun. But the problem with the speed one is you can't carry as much. But it's really fun to run really fast. So, anyway. One of the most frustrating parts of the game that turned into like one of the most fun parts of the game was there's this boss fight where you have your friend's body on your back and it's not oh, a yes. living it's yes. her it's I her know. corpse yeah and you have to fight two of the really hard lion bosses at the uh-huh. same time yeah. with her on your back and you can't like carry anything with no. her on your back right so I'm getting so frustrated because I'm trying to defeat these two lions with the corpse on my back. And eventually I just got fed up. And I'm like, you know what? We're leaving you on the ground. <laughs> Put you down. I'll come get, I'll come get you later. You're going to stay here. I'm going to deal with these guys. And then I'll be right back. Yeah. Did it work? It worked. I didn't get in trouble. 
and then just picked her right back up. Yeah. I mean, she was dead. She didn't care. But... <laughs> I thought the game wouldn't like that. Let you do that, but it yeah. does. Yeah. It's funny. So you've gotten to the snow parts? No. Yeah, I'm past that. I'm, I'm at what should be the end of the game. I'm, the I'm on the other game. coast. I'm fighting. Yeah, you're close to the end. Yeah. You have a few more things to do, but you're close. Um, I love the snow parts. At first, I hated it. But, like, so there's this mountain that you can just climb up and down over and over again. Hmm. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, you can go, like, the lo- like the long way that's actually faster. Or you can just go up and down this mountain, this one mountain. Yeah. And I did the line. I did the mountain. I just walked. I must have walked up that mountain like 50 times. There was something really calming about walking through the snow up that mountain for me. I don't know why, but I loved it. Um, Do you do the ziplines a lot? I love the ziplines. Yeah, I used because it seems like a lot of people put down like one off zipline locations. And then you can just put one down and connect to theirs. I always carried two ziplines just to, just in case, or like one or two, just in case. Cause I loved linking ziplines. Like that, like that was my favorite part of the, like I like building roads, but ziplines was a lot more fun to me. Cause you could like just instantly like make a really cool, like, Oh no, I can get all the way up here really fast. You know? Another good way to deal with that mountain is I learned you can stand on a floating container and, like, surf down the mountain. Oh, yeah. you can? I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you can. That's cool. Like, you can snowboard down. That's neat. Well, yeah, Death Stranding's a cool game. Yeah, I wish I had played it, like, right when it came out. I love it. It's awesome. It's uh, It was interesting. The only thing I would say is maybe... There'd be more players when it came out, so there might be more like structures and stuff. But that, I mean, it didn't come out that long ago, so there's probably still a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming you see, stuff. you see a lot yeah. of structures, yeah. So that's probably fine. There are enough people that I got to test what happens if you hit someone with a car. What do you mean? There was a there was a player character, I'm pretty sure, and I was like, I was in a truck, and I was like, I wonder what happens if I hit him. Really. And I hit him, and what it, happened? it deducts 100 likes. Oof. <laughs> the like system is so weird in that game. But I'm pretty sure if he was carrying something, he, it, he's, like, dead now. Yeah, he, he probably killed him. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I'd do it again. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Screw that guy. I hope he... I hope what I messed was he up doing his running mission. in front of my car? Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah, that's a good game. I like it. You gotta tell me what happens when you beat it. I want to hear your opinions of it. I will. But anyway. Uh, so Death Stranding. Yeah. What else? I'm trying to think of what I did recently. Oh, I watched. I told you this already. I watched every single Harry Potter movie over the weekend. I don't know why. I just did. Like, I don't, like, love Harry Potter or anything. Like, it's not like, oh, it's my favorite series or anything. Like, and I've seen all the movies. And I don't know what came over me. I was just like, let's watch every Harry Potter movie. And there are eight of those movies. Yes. It's a lot. It's 19 hours, the whole thing. And I just watched all of it. Like, every single one. Isn't that crazy? Is that more than Lord of the Rings? Yeah, it's longer than Lord of the Rings. Okay. It's eight movies. It's a lot of movies. You've seen all the Harry Potter movies, right? Or read the books. I haven't read any of the books, but I've seen all the movies. I've seen all the movies. Okay. I mean, I'm in the same boat. I've read two. I think I read the first two books, didn't see, read any of the other ones, and then watched all the movies. But those movies are 
weird, man. I like them. All the characters oh, are cool. I like them, too. I, yeah. I think they're really good. I noticed this weird thing as I watched all the movies where I really like the first three, and then they go downhill for me. Like, they're not bad. They don't get bad. But, like, I like the first three a lot more than I like any of the other ones. Um, and I think I re- f- figured out why. And this is interesting because I don't hear a lot of people talking about this. But the first three, maybe the first four, the first three or four Harry Potter movies and books are kind of like detective stories set in wizard school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they kind of are. It's like, we're looking for the Sorcerer's Stone. We're looking for the Prisoner of Azkaban. We're looking for the Chamber of Secrets. Like, they're all like, where is this? I don't know. I've never heard of this before. And then Dumbledore's like, I've heard it long ago. It's a legendary <laughs> thing. And then the kids are like, let's figure this out. Do, 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 do. And then all these weird things happen during the investigation. And then in the end, it's revealed like, Voldemort was behind the whole thing or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but they're fun. And then like the last movie ones are a lot more like wizards versus Voldemort and they're like they're still good but they're I don't know they're less interesting to me I guess that makes sense I don't have like I saw those movies so long ago that I can't really distinguish between them I don't remember the titles I just have like a memory of Harry Potter yeah they all blend together for me they all blend together I saw all of them at once but um uh yeah I like after watching it, I noticed, like, I really liked the first few more, like, the first few hours of that. And then I, like, looked it up, and I was like, oh, okay. It's because these are all, like, the more mystery novels, you know what I mean, uh, of the series. And then the other ones are more of, like, the classic fantasy, you know, good versus evil kind of thing. Yeah. but Detective stories are definitely more interesting. Yeah, like, I like the mystery kind of stuff um, for Harry Potter. So, anyway... I saw all those movies. Would recommend doing over quarantine. It's an easy way to kill a whole weekend. Um, I'd like can. to try that. I like those movies. If you, ha- if you have access to them. Um, I think next week I'm going to watch all the Lord of the Rings movies. Next weekend. Because why not? I've got those. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. You know Honk I mean? her down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Might as well. <laughs> what else are you going to do, right? That's true. I don't have plans for this weekend. I didn't do anything over Labor Day. Or not Labor Day Memorial. You know what I did over Memorial Day? I watched every Harry Potter movie. <laughs> That's productive. Uh, yeah. I saw one friend. I think I'm allowed to do that. But I did. You're back at work, so you don't. That's fine. Yeah, I'm back at work. Our our office has not gotten everyone back yet, but uh-huh. there's a... See, so I'm allowed to see one of my friends if you're back. No, for sure. I'm fully back at work. We're wearing masks, but they don't do anything. No one actually... <laughs> <laughs> they just make you feel better. Like, let's be totally real. If someone there were sick, I'd be sick the next day. Yeah. That's probably mask isn't going to do anything. <laughs> That's probably true, especially because they probably like take it off of me to have to get in the building, and they're like, <laughs> "You're required to wear it when you're walking around, but not at your desk." People forget it, and so you don't have to wear it at your desk. Um, no. Well, see, that's, yeah, that's not going to do anything. I think we pay, like, thousands of dollars to have the office disinfected every weekend, which, like, what is that doing, even? 
I'm convinced know. it's like a liability thing, or if one of us gets sick, it's like, well, we spent thousands oh, of dollars. We can sue the disinfected company. Yeah, it wasn't us. It's their fault. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> That's so weird. Because why would you true, pay though. for that? That's not going to do any. That does nothing. No, you're right. There was a study that came out that was like, oh, yeah, coronavirus doesn't really live on surfaces that much. And we're not like it's fine to like wash your hands and clean surfaces. But like that shouldn't be the focus, the safety focus. Right. The safety focus should be like isolating people and like not coughing on people. It's the airborne stuff. That's the, that's yeah. the thing. Um, but so it's weird, though, because. We're very obsessed with disinfecting things. Like, oh, let's wipe everything down, wipe everything down. And all these companies are making a lot of money off of it. But like you said, like, it's doing something, but it's not nearly doing as much as, you know, having better guidelines of, you know, air safety, if you will. Yeah, there's people in that office having meetings. Like, disinfecting the building on Saturdays isn't going to stop. It's not going to stop the virus. Yeah, it's disinfecting is kind of weird to me because, like, I get it. It makes sense. Like, it makes sense if, like, that's one of, like, a hundred different things you're doing for safety. But if that's, like, the only one of the only things you're doing, you're kind of wasting your time. You might as well be doing other things because people coming into work. And then, like, oh, they're working for a whole week, and then you're disinfecting on Saturday. Like, okay, they've already been there for a whole week. Like, they had plenty of time to get sick already, you know? Like, disinfecting the office after the fact isn't going to do anything, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think it's just to seem like yeah. we're being proactive. Safe. It's the judgment yeah. thing, right? It's like, well, other companies are doing this, so we should do this. We shouldn't yeah. seem like we're not being proactive. That's what it's it. The, that's what it game is. Of, it's the game of chicken. No one wants to be Billy to be like, you know what? We're not disinfecting because it's useless. <laughs> no, I've got another trivia that. question for you. I'm excited about this one. Let's go. Okay, this is the, the last one, right? Yeah, two today. Two okay. of two. So you'll need a lifeline for this one too, probably. I'll do money hall for this. Okay. One. Question is: According to Wikipedia, Rednecks, the group responsible for Cotton Eye Joe, is a blank musical group. Oh, God. Okay. Is it A, a Eurobeat musical group? Okay. (laughs) Is it B, country pop? Oh, God. Is it C, electronic pop? Or is it D, Swedish Eurodance? God damn it. Could Rednecks really be European group? I guess it could, but why do they call themselves rednecks then? Country pop does not sound right in any way. Like, it sounds like it could be a thing, but why? I feel like country pop would be more of like a Kelly Clarkson, you know? Mm -hmm. Cotton Eye Joe definitely has like that. (laughs) You sound really. (laughs) This is going to sound really racist, but. God, I chose definitely has that Euro thing going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you mean? I know what you mean, but it's like <laughs> it's like that electronic, like dancey thing. You know? I don't know, man. That sounds so racist. Like, there's like this. 
it's got like a euro thing. Go- like it sounds like something if if we'd never had Cotton Eye Joe in America, and you go in a club in East Europe, Eastern Europe, to like in like the Ukraine, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. You walk into a club. And Cotton Eye Joe is playing. Like, I could see that happening in real life. You know what I mean? Like, back in 1997 or whatever. You know? But if it never hit America, I could see it still playing in the Ukraine. Okay. That's what I mean by Euro whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so we got Euro beat, country pop, electronic pop. Or Swedish Euro dance. Swedish Euro dance. So, I don't think it's country pop. I think it could be all the other ones, though. I'm kind of leaning Eurobeat, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, which sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, because it's like a very country... <laughs> Do you know the lyrics to that song? <laughs> yes, I know. It. Well, not all of them, but yeah. <laughs> I've been married a long time ago. Where'd you come from? Where'd... It's very country lyrics, right? Yeah. Like, if if one of the options was Country Electronica, I would choose that one. You know what I mean? That is, it is, it does not say Country Electronica on the Wikipedia page. I know, I'm just saying, like, that's what, I, that's, yeah. that's what I would classify it as. Okay, um, Money Hall. I'm going to pick Country Pop, because I don't think it's Country Pop. Okay. For my locking in Money Hall. That's not my final answer, that's mine. It is either Country Pop or Swedish Eurodance. Oh, I was hoping it would be Eurobeat. Damn it. See, this ruined, you really ruined my day here. Because I was hoping it was going to be, you were going to give me country pop versus Eurobeat. And then I'd be like, okay, I could see Eurobeat. Eurobeat sounds ridiculous but reasonable. Mm-hmm. Swedish Eurodance is so niche sounding, you know? Like, that doesn't sound like a, a, a genre that, someone would have a song called Cotton Eye Joe in. But country pop doesn't sound like it either. You know what? I'm going to go against my better judgment. I just don't like country pop. I don't think it's country pop. I'm going to go. This is stupid. This is... (laughs) Please don't judge me. I'm not judging you. I get this wrong. I'm going to... can't believe I'm doing this. I'm going to go with Swede... What is it? Swedish Swedish Eurodance is what What you think Cotton Eye Joe is. (laughs) Yes. I think Cotton Eye Joe is Swedish Eurodance final answer. Oh, you're correct. Yes! I can't believe it's true. <laughs> oh my god. I couldn't believe that. What even does that mean? They're a Swedish band. They're not um they're not from America. So they're Swedish and there's some genre called Eurodance and yep. they made Cotton Eye Joe. Okay. I imagine it's similar to Eurobeat, but it like maybe it's, but it's more not. dance it's friendly Swedish or something. Swedish Eurodance. I mean yeah. Cotton Eye Joe is a very dancey song. Do you remember yeah. when that came out and we were in like, I don't know, sixth grade or something? Yeah, it was huge in America. They used to play it at rodeos. It was huge. You could not stop like there was like a good I wanna say two to three years where you could not go to any party and not hear Cotton Eye Joe. Um, you know what I mean? Like, if you go anywhere from the year 1997 to 99, whatever year it came out, and you went to some place that has, like, neon or strobe lights, one or the other, yeah, you are guaranteed to hear Cotton Eye Joe. It was, like, almost a certainty, yeah. you know? 
if you went to a wedding, if you went cosmic bowling or like roller rink, arcade, yeah, roller, roller rink, rink, yeah, uh, the mall, all those places are playing. Yeah, they're Cotton all Eye playing Cotton Eye Joe, like on the hour, basically. And people were really into that song. Like it wasn't it. We look back on that song and laugh now. Like, oh, that's so stupid. What a dumb song. But back in the day, people were really into that. Like, there were people that were like, yes, Cotton and Joe is my favorite song, like, ever. I was one of those people. <laughs> I was in early middle school when that song came out. Like, or yeah. even elementary school, maybe. And the, I think the, the mystique behind Cotton and Joe is, one hand, it's just so catchy, right? It's such a catchy song. But also... Who is Cotton Eye Joe? Like, what did he do? Where did he come from? Where did he go? You know? Like, the whole song is a riddle, you know? And it doesn't answer the question. And I think that, you know, keeps people coming back. I think what it is, too, is, like, you didn't have Eurobeat or Eurodance songs. And that, like... Once you hear that it's a Swedish Eurodance song, like it makes sense. Actually, it's sure. it sounds like other like Eurobeat like, songs. They Americanized it. By yeah, they added like country accents Cotton and a Eye fiddle Joe. and like. Yeah, <laughs> and they called it Cotton Eye Joe. They like it's like when uh, Japan like made a, a cheeseburger, right? They don't like normally do that, but like they made one, and now we're like, oh, it's so good, Kobe beef burger. Da 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 da. We're obsessed with it. Mm. And, like, the only way they could got noticed is because they Americanized something. And yeah. then we were all like, oh, my God. Same with Conan Joe. Like, we didn't know what Eurodance was. And they're like, well, you're gonna fo- we're going to force you to know what it is with this really stupid redneck-sounding song. And we literally named our group the Rednecks also. Yeah. You know. It's so Do funny you- when, like, foreign people try to make something for Americans and it winds up being like and Cotton it, Eye Joe. It absolutely <laughs> it works, catches, though. it catches. Do you think they were trying to, like, mock the United States with that song? I don't know. I can't tell. I can't tell either, because, okay, their group is called Rednecks with an X, and Cotton Eye Joe is a really stupid song, like, lyrically. And it's kind of like, you could almost interpret it as, like, they're making fun of, like, redneck people, right? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> But, like, we did not interpret that at that at all. Right? No, we, we liked that we were, in earnest. We were just like, this is great. This is beautiful art. You know? Play it at my wedding. I want to remember play this it at, song. Play it at my wedding. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Can you imagine getting married in, like, the late 90s and having Cotton Eye Joe play your wedding? Mm, I can imagine it. Yeah. They play, like, all kind of bad songs at weddings, like... You gotta play whatever's popular at the time. Do you remember at my wedding, you played a really bad song? I didn't play that song. But you... (laughs) You did not... You were pro at playing. Yeah, no, I know. I remember. I I don't remember, actually. I was wasted. (laughs) It will haunt me forever. Do you remember what song it was, though? I I do remember. It was Gangnam Style. It was Gangnam Style by Psy. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I'm so no, 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 sorry. Fine. I embarrassed it's you. It's really funny, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, it's funny because that song came out like a week before I got married, mm-hmm. uh, and it took the world by storm, you know. And I don't think I had heard it before that night at my wedding, um, and just like 
that and like that's the thing with with popular music. If it comes out near a wedding, even if the groom and bride hate like popular music, like they could be like no pop ever. That's going to get it's going to find its way. Yeah, it'll sneak in. It'll get in there. You know what I mean? And I think I don't blame you. I don't blame anyone else because I think some of Megan's bridesmaids like wanted it to be played. Like other people wanted it to be played. Like it was going to get played one way or another. You know what I mean? Like I was stoked it was, about it. Like it was getting it was getting in there one way or another. Let's be honest. Like I have an infatuation with South Korea, and mm-hmm. that was a South Korean pop song, and I thought that yeah. was so cool that it was so popular in the United States. So like I don't. It's worn on me after a while. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't hate it or anything. I just yeah. like it was just like it was a funny memory. It was a very amusing memory. But like it was gonna get played one way or the Yeah, it was good point. Too. It could Similar have been worse. to like if yeah. you got if you got married in the late nineties, like even if you were like, No cotton eye Joe, I do not want this at my wedding, period, it would get played. No matter what. Like it's just it's just a fact, you know, it's gonna happen. So popular. Um but yeah. Anyway. Alright, let's do some Reddits. Okay. Uh, unless you have other things you wanted to nope. bring up, that's all I got. All right, I've got like six reddits. Let's do let's do a few of them. Let's do yep. a few. Okay. Uh, first question: Eternal Refuge eighty six asks, "What would you do if you found out that everything is made up and the points don't matter?" <laughs> uh, that's mm. funny. Uh, I think I might have already figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. We might, like, well, we might already be there. We're already kind of there. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, what, point, what point of your life did you figure that out? Because mm. I think everyone figures that out at a different time. Um, yeah. Do you remember? I think it might have been like halfway through my service industry career at the restaurant so like early 20s yeah maybe early no closer to mid it wasn't that early yeah like mid 20s and you're just like this is stupid everything's yeah. stupid what are y'all doing out <laughs> like i mean there's a good david spade joke where he's just like you know we're all just rats in a cage there's one there's running on the wheel there's one ringing a bell there's one laying in the water bowl but it doesn't matter like at the end of the day, we're, we're all, all going here. to the snake. <laughs> uh, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I think I figured it out a similar time. I don't know. So pessimistic. Yeah, that's real pessimistic. I don't even know I if mean, I believe that anymore. I think I might have like graduated to some higher level of optimism. What is what? It, what is? Tell me your secret, because I'd love know. to graduate to that level. Do you know what it maybe is? Maybe I haven't yet, but maybe that's what I'm working on. Maybe it feels like you're more optimistic, so you don't yeah. dwell on it as much. Maybe no, I don't dwell on that. Maybe that's what it is. So, like, you accept that everything is made up, but you like you're accepting it. It's like it's you're like at peace with it. You know what I mean? You're just like it's fine. I'm gonna do my best. Yeah. You know, just because it's all made up doesn't mean it doesn't matter. There's yeah, it doesn't mean I don't. I shouldn't care. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe that's where you're at. Yeah, that's that's fair. Because it's like, then you can accept that, okay, everything's meaningless. But maybe things, I can make things matter to me or whatever. Yeah. Know? Like, 
Like that yeah. mouse over there passed out in the water ball. You don't want to be him. You want to be running yeah. on the wheel. That's the cool mouse. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe if you like to pass out in the water bowl, do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who cares? If that's what makes you happy, yeah. go for it. You know? As Actually, yeah, that's a better one. way. <laughs> I long to be the mouse passed out in the water bowl. Uh, what? No, this is the stupid. I'm not reading this question. I hate this. I want to know. What's your favorite qu- quote from a video oh, game? Oh no! <laughs> I hate these questions. Do like gamers? Is that like all what the internet is now? Is it just gamers? It feels like it's just gamers. You know what I mean? Yeah, we should do something about that. We should. I'm not saying we should kick them off, but you know how some forums, they'll have like a politics subforum? Yeah, put them in their own special place so they can not annoy everyone else. That's the great thing about having a politics subforum is yeah. all the insane people post they'll there, go there and no one has to deal with them. Let's make like a nice website. For gamers, where yeah. they just post there, and they don't pollute everything else with their stupid commentary yeah. stuff. A separate gamer internet would be awesome. Oh, that would be so good. The gamer internet. Because then I'd never have to read it, and I never would. <laughs> it's It would be so great. I was reading some, like, poll or something, um, and it was talking about, like, brand engagement on the internet. And like top companies by brand engagement on the internet. Yeah. And and then they broke it down by on the internet and in real life. In real life, I think it's like restaurants, beauty companies, and I don't remember the other one. But it's very like, you know, physical goods stuff. Yeah, like apparel. Internet mm-hmm. brand engagement. Guess what the top companies are all um, are. Guess. I would guess it's like not just video games, but I see a lot of like Disney yeah. Like animated so, movies is top top yeah. top is video games next is like yeah like disney but top 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 at like vast majority like 70 percent is video games 20 percent is like movies 10 percent is like everything else it's like ridiculously high on video games it seems like sometimes i go to the internet i'm not even looking for video game stuff and i just see everything about video games all at the same time. And it's weird because, like, sometimes I think, like, oh, maybe I'm doing this to myself. You know, maybe it's the people I follow on Twitter. Maybe it's people I'm friends with on Facebook. Maybe it's the sites I go to. Da-da-da-da-da. Doesn't matter. Even if I go incognito and, like, go on a different website that doesn't have any cookies, you know, it doesn't know anything about me. Still, see video game stuff. Video game stuff, you know, like, it's everywhere. Like, you can't escape it. It's a problem, I think. Yeah. It doesn't help that there aren't like niche websites anymore. Like you've got your four websites that you go to. It's the Facebook, the Twitter, and two others. And Reddit, you know, whatever. Gamers are just they're, they're so on it's not just that they're they're so online all the time. Like they just talk about games all the time. Yeah. It's like do you need to talk about games all the time? I love video games, but guess what? I like talking about a lot of other things also. So, can we just quit it with the video games for, like, one second? I don't think we can. I don't know. Like, 
It's always the most asinine things to talk about, too. It's, it's like, never like it's never good stuff. No, like, it's never deep or stuff. interesting. It's all, what's your favorite quote from a video game? That's all that they talk about. They just talk about their favorite quotes from a video game. And then they draw their favorite characters from the video game. And then they ask people, what was your favorite moment from the Final Fantasy VII remake? And then people are like, my favorite moment was when Eris touched Cloud's arm after... They escaped the big villain of the thing. And you're like, oh my god, I don't fucking care about this at all. Or just like weird negativity about games that's like unsolicited and they're just like throwing it. Like the yeah. game has like wronged them by <laughs> by disappointing yeah. them. It's like, this is the worst thing ever. I hate it. Or what's your favorite quote from a video game? Those if, are the two kinds of If you of woke up in a video game yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Those are the two cops. It's like stupid questions that mean nothing, and I hate this with every fiber of my being. Uh, all right, last question. What names are too human to name an animal? <laughs> Actually, we have one question after this because it's okay. too funny not to do it. I can't think of any. I think human names make really funny animal names. But, like, I feel like some are bad, right? It's like... So my dog's named Cassie, which I think is a good balance good, of like human good dog and name. animal name. She's coming over as I said that. But like like Joe, like <laughs> would that be a good dog name? Jeff. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Jeff. George. And he was like a hard G, you know. Yeah, like, names that are easily abbreviated, like you don't want a dog named like Bob or Jeff or Carl. Carl. Carl's <laughs> kind of funny. Carl the dog. All right, last question for real. Uh, are you ready for this one? Yeah. This is a very interesting one. Uh, Wait, what? I thought of a really funny answer to the last okay, question. I would hear it. Tell me. What if you name your dog Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.? <laughs> I don't think you can do stuff like that. That's super racist, but also it's not. really funny. I bet someone has named their you dog. You can do it Dr. in his Martin honor. Martin like it, it can be so like <laughs> you can't name your dog Jackie Chan. <laughs> you know sure you I mean? can. You can name your dog Jackie Chan. You can. I think the, fun, you I think the funniest thing about Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is the length of the name. <laughs> yeah. It's like come here, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. That's why I picked him, because he has the doctor and the junior in his name. And they include his middle name, too, because, like, his dad had the same name. Yeah, know. come here, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> or, like, when they're when you're taking him for a walk and he, like, tries to run somewhere, you're like, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., come back here now. <laughs> what would you, like, call him shorthand, though? What if you just don't? Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, like, one of your friends tries to call him Doc, but you're like, hey... Uh, no, it's Doctor. Show yeah. some respect. It's Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. Uh, too human. You should get a dog. And I really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not racist, but like, I wouldn't be caught dead with my dog being. <laughs> he could be ten years old, and I'm changing that name. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He'll be like, here, come here, Jeff, and he doesn't know what that means. But it's like, why is your dog not responding? It's like, don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> you get him from the shelter, and they're like, thank you for adopting Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. 
Oh, God. All right, last question. Okay. For real. What body part do you dry off first after you shower? Um, I start high and work my way low. So you do head? Yep. Okay, what body part other than your head do you dry off? Face. No, that's not head. Okay. Really? Yeah, I start at the top because... So you go head, shoulders, or head, face, shoulders, yeah. arms, da-da-da-da. Really? Interesting. So I do head first, but like hair. Yeah. Face. But then I move on to my arms next. I go arms. Yeah, it's it's so that the top parts don't drip down and re-get you wet. But I do, ar- like, arms is, like, before any other things. Before, I mean, after, like, right after head. But before chest, before neck, I do arms. Isn't that weird? Um, I, that's not how I do it. I do, like, yeah. shoulders and all that before arms. It's interesting that we all have so many different ways of... Drying off, it. yeah, yeah, but no one ever talks about this. You know, this is just one of the topics. It is people something about. people talk about, but it's usually something like so. Like the first time you shower with your boyfriend or girlfriend, you just notice how wrong they've been doing it for their whole life. <laughs> you know what I <laughs> or mean? Or is it how wrong you've been doing it? Yeah, no, it's how wrong they've been doing it. Like the way I'm oh, doing you're it just is like, fine. God, you're wow, you're doing this badly. Yeah, you know, like what are you doing with that soap? Like, are you? <laughs> Why, you're, yeah, it's like what? What are these steps? Yeah, like. Oh, do you uh, shampoo first or, or uh, soap first? Like body wash first? Oh, my shampoo first. You do? Yeah, I do. See, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm going to say it. It's the last of the episode. It's yeah, fine. Whatever. You know how you were just like, if you sh- when you shower with your girlfriend or boyfriend for the first time? Yeah. So I was going to say, if we ever showered together, I would be like, what, what are you doing? It's not shampoo time yet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's been episode 169 of the Time Bat Show. Uh, what's our sponsor today, Bat Snacks? <laughs> our sponsor today is Head and Boulders brand shampoo uh when you're when you really need to get rough and dirty not dirty but when you really need to get rough with your head uh choose head and boulders brand remember when you're feeling kind of dirty um tell it to the birdie oh there you go uh, there you go. Drive safe. Bye. Bye.